Welcome to the Willow Valley Podcasting Channel, where exciting podcasts are created by Willow Valley residents, for Willow Valley residents, and about Willow Valley residents. Welcome to Life Under the Willow Tree. I'm Candace O'Donnell, and today it is my great honor to introduce you to Bill Hawes. Of course, he's very famous. Most people on campus know him. He is the director of the Corral. Congratulations, Bill. We know that this upcoming concert is the 20th anniversary of the Corral, and it will be May 17th and 18th, but we're going to review those dates and times later to make sure you have them. Within days of my arrival at Willow Valley, I've been here about uh, two years, immediately I heard about the reputation of the Corral. And I have not missed one of their concerts since. I could not believe the one Christmas concert I went to where these people were projecting through masks. It, to me, it was almost an optical mm-hmm. illusion. I kept watching and thinking, how are they doing this? Is someone going to pass out? No, the, nobody passed out. They projected perfectly up. I might have time later to ask you how you pulled that off. It was it was astonishing to me. I would like to first find out some of the history of the Corral. It has been in existence 20 years. How many different directors, Bill, have there been? There have been three. Mm-hmm. Um, Esther Watt, who started it, and Bill Yates, who took over from there, and then to me. <clears throat> and how long have you been at the helm? I've been here since uh, my first concert was December of 2017. And obviously you've been involved in music all your life. Can you give us a little bit of the background in music before you even came to Willow Valley? I taught uh, taught public school music, chorus, and uh, dramatic arts uh, for, for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, then actually it was 33 years because... I uh, started in elementary school and moved up to junior high and then up to high school for most of my life. So are you the person who wound up directing the plays and the musicals? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've been involved in those both as a student and as a parent and coordinating all the backstage people. And now as a grandparent, people have <laughs> no idea how much work that is. What <laughs> yeah. was your favorite High school musical you ever directed? Oh boy! Well, I could I could say uh, Guys and Dolls. I could say Fiddler in the Roof. Mm-hmm. I could say um, My Fair Lady. There were a bunch of them because I did it for uh, eighteen years. It's unbelievable mm-hmm. what those high school students can do. Yes, under the right direction. Well, now. I'm eager to get to the concert itself. I was very excited about your background. Uh, I have sat in the audience for these, and you get a tremendous reaction. I've just sat there mesmerized by these concerts. You have an amazing blend and tone, and you really emphasize connection with the audience. How do you get that across to your corral members? By the way, how many usually are in the corral? 
Uh, we were averaging about 85. Mm-hmm. It uh, astonishes me how they're watching you, the director, like Hawks, as they're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. but yet somehow they're they're connecting with the audience. How do you get that across to them to do that, sort of that double focus? Do they instinctively have it, most of these people? I, th- I think if you, if you keep stressing it enough, mm-hmm. uh, you know, look at look at the audience look at look at the director in particular mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, you know then focus on the audience focus telling the story of the music because everybody has every piece of music has a story to go with it and then, and then you know just do it keep doing it how hard is it to get the balance between the you're doing four part usually mhm yeah do you do you how do you get the balance? Do you sometimes ask people to switch from one part to another if necessary for the balance? Not usually. Um, the balance is just my idea is to listen to the person next to you, mm-hmm. and if you can't hear them, then you're singing too loud. Oh, <laughs> so in that, all my years in, in choirs, I've never been told that. That's oh, interesting. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've never heard a director say that. Mm-hmm. That's really a of of excellent point. Yeah. And that, that also um, makes the people who have stronger voices tone them down a little bit because they're back. sitting next to somebody who doesn't have as strong a voice as they have. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever you do to get that blend, you really have achieved it. We work on it. <laughs> How do you select your theme? What it, What is the theme for this year's concert? Is it just the anniversary? Just, the, just the anniversary, yes. But uh, you know, just sometimes the theme pops into my head. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the way it works. Mm-hmm. So this is just mm-hmm. called the anniversary year. Yeah. Are there any people singing in this concert who have been singing with the chorale for 20 years? Yep, one. <laughs> one person. Why don't you tell us that person's name so we can look for him or her? Okay. You're trying to remember? Uh, <laughs> uh, Shirley Krause. Shirley Krause. And she's been singing with you for 20 years. For the whole, yep. This is, is absolutely fantastic. Especially in a situation like this, like we're in, you know, in a, in a situation of being a, a senior facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I assume Shirley Krause, God bless her, didn't, didn't start singing with you at 21. So <laughs> she must be quite a remarkable person to still be able to do it. Yeah, she is. Now, I understand you are including the song that was written about Willow Valley. Is that correct? There's a, there's a song that, that I found in our, in our files. And um, it was just called the Willow Valley Song. It was written by uh, a former resident of Willow Valley mm-hmm. named Robert Madeira. Mm-hmm. And um, he, did, he wrote it in 20, 2013. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was sung a couple of years, and then he died in 2015. Mm-hmm. So he used to live in North, mm-hmm. and he was a piano player. Now, I think I've seen on our local TV channel the concert where this was performed, because I seem to remember it. It had almost a, a hymn-like quality, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Great. Now, what... Is your favorite song that you're going to be performing? I really can't. I really can't put a, my finger on a on favorite mm-hmm. um, because when you're kind of, when you're selecting the music, 
they, it could all be the favorites. Mm-hmm. Well, that's especially, what you hope, isn't especially it? Especially this. Um, <laughs> you hope the, they're all audience favorites. Well, they hope, yeah, but also that uh, they're my favorite, you asked. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's you, you, pick a mu- you pick music, and there's, it's music that you want to hit the audience to appreciate. Mm-hmm. And so that each, each piece sort of becomes a favorite, mm-hmm. especially this time we're picking one song from each of the 20 years that we've sung. Oh, so there'll be 20 numbers. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them overlap. Some of them are the same. You know, the one piece um, we, we've sung four times in the 20 years. I know you're a very mm-hmm. precise director, and I noticed it the last concert when you did Mary Did You Know. That happens to be one of my favorites. And every time I hear it, except the time your chorale did it, they, for some reason, emphasize that he'll hold the world in his hands. Well, of course, it, the word hands is the word that's supposed to be emphasized there. And I, I just couldn't believe the first time I've ever heard that sung <laughs> that the word hands was hit. It was That was where... Because that's the important word, you know, and it's at the end of the line. So I can just imagine the meticulous attention to detail mm. that you. How long do your rehearsals last? They're on Mondays for two hours from one to three. Yeah, that would be just Mm-mm. at my age, just about my attention span. <laughs> it wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Yeah more than that and most choirs I've been in they hold it to about two hours because and then of course the voice gets tired there's the voice yep well this is is so incredibly exciting let's just make sure we have this all and clear in everybody's mind tell us do you what is the name of your announcer um Michael Letta and he actually sings with the crowd doesn't yes. he and then he steps forward and so you don't have a separate narrator, just Michael. No, just Michael. And who is your accompanist? Kay Decker. Yes, she's fabulous. She's fabulous. Yes. Let's go over again the time, the dates. Would you repeat for us the time and the dates? Oh, boy. Now you oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> well, I have it. I have it here. Uh, it's, it's the 17th and 18th. 17th and 18th, yeah. And I believe it's the 17th is the 2 o'clock. Is that right, or am I reversing it? No, you're reversing it. Okay, so the 17th. Wednesday is the, afternoon, is the evening yeah, Okay, Wednesday, the 17th, in the evening at 7. 7. And then Thursday is the 18th, and it's at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Now, the mm-hmm. shuttle is available for the evening performance. Do I have that correct? I believe so. Uh, you just have to call ahead, I believe. That I don't. That I couldn't tell you. It won't be dark by then, but but it'll be dark, certainly dark when people are going home. Mm-hmm. So that's that's important. I think we've covered it all. I think this is wonderful. I'm so excited about this. I encourage everybody in the sound of our voice not to miss this special event, this 20th anniversary celebration. Thank you so much, Bill, for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and be sure to listen again next week and every week when we'll have another exciting guest. 